love how the I love how the audio adjusted on the last uh, it it auto regulated on the last episode. Oh, it with did you, with you screaming at the top of your lungs. <laughs> so it just came out like ah yeah. <laughs> it did, yeah. yeah. They are yeah. so they are so muffled up there in Iceland, you know. Yeah. Oh man, what's up, dude? Life's good. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. That's up. Just got home after seven days away working by the glacier and you know working with tours and trying to do some online work and it's good to be home. Awesome. Good to be back, man. How are you doing? This has been a shit show of a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is what it is, man. Sometimes that happens, so I'm getting through it. Yeah. Yeah. Just so, turn off just turn off the fans so the shit doesn't continue to come, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Step step one. Stop. <laughs> just just stop. Yeah. <laughs> just, just Yeah. So anyways. Good to be back. <laughs> Try it, man. Try it. <laughs> oh man, yeah. But I had a great hike yesterday. Um, yeah. Got out. Got outside for the first time. It's been raining a lot here, and the trails were pretty wet. But it was a really, really pretty hike. <laughs> What's so funny? <laughs> What's so funny? I've had like hurricane, hurricane blizzards the other day. <laughs> 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 Fucking 65 degrees and a little bit wet. Man, oh, I wish, wish I had your problems, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shit, I forget who I'm talking to. I don't want to put, I, I'm not putting down your feelings, man. You know, I, I respect you. Oh, fuck. Uh, yeah, the trails were a little muddy. <laughs> Oh man! Got a little dirt on your calf because you yeah. were like shorts outside. You almost fucking died in a blizzard. <laughs> well, that's maybe a little dramatic to put it that way, but yeah. oh uh, man, it's been hey. fun and energetic, right? Yeah. What were you? Uh, what were you having to weld? By the way, you were saying you were welding something. Oh yeah, that was uh, one of the big trucks we're using. You know the steps yeah. to get into into the back of it broke. Oh yeah, yeah. And I had to quickly figure out. Or yeah, yeah. You know, I haven't welded anything in I don't know thirty years or something, and <laughs> so it's a new technique and new machines, yeah. and you know, just kind of have to figure it out. Cool. It, it was not by any length the prettiest welding job you've ever you, you've seen, but yeah. It worked. It it worked. You know, it's holding. So perfect. That was good. Nice to fuck around and 
find out a little more, you know. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Awesome. That's pretty cool. Well. Yeah. And I had time to do that because it was a fucking blizzard outside and we couldn't <laughs> go anywhere. <laughs> Next time yeah. it's just cloudy here, I'm going to complain to you about it. <laughs> I can't see the sun, Bati. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. It's it's out there somewhere. It's out there somewhere. Oh man. Um awesome. Well, we got some really good feedback from uh some listeners on the last couple episodes, so good to be back, back on track. Um so this is not that you care because you don't care about the numbers. <laughs> Apparently I do. <laughs> this is episode 11. If anybody's fucking counting with me. <laughs> and uh, one of the things that came up that we wanted to talk about was this concept of uh, imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, something that every single person we've ever talked to is, has encountered and has dealt with at various times in their life. And, and, um, yeah. So if you're not familiar with what imposter syndrome is, it's really just this, the feeling that people get when they feel as if they don't have enough, uh, experience or, um, yeah, just experience to be in the position that they're in and feel as if, uh, people, yes. when they figure out who they are, aren't going to, aren't, aren't going to respect them for it or, yeah, people doubt their skills, their yeah. talents, you know, their accomplishments. They have this, you know, have this ongoing inner fear that they're going to be exposed as frauds in whatever yeah. they're doing. And, and, you know, one of the things I was thinking about this morning is that, you know, just as you said, more or less everybody has it. So yeah. that's, that's the first thing, you know, let's just get it out there that... It's not special. It's kind of, kind of common, but yeah. <clears throat> what I was thinking about this morning is that if you're dealing with imposter syndrome, there are ways to tackle that. You know, I, yeah. I, wor I worked with, a, you know, a few clients already that, you know, sort of had to go through that phase. Sure. But, you know, in coaching, there are kind of simple tools for, for most things and, you know, definitely available tools for this. But what I was thinking about this morning is kind of the opposite is that, you know, when something becomes a common term, we, we have the ability to start using it as a mask for whatever we don't want to be doing. Yep. You know, we, we, you know, we have the, we have the ability or, you know, to kind of use <clears throat> Or grab anything kind of to to hold us back or block or mm -hmm. and you know so yeah that was kind of what i was wondering this morning is you know instead of talking about imposter syndrome on our on, in the general terms is, sure you know, what do we do with it what if that's not the thing what you know what if imposter syndrome is not your problem mm. but <clears throat> You know, well, maybe it sort of goes in a circle. What if you're using it, you know, because you're afraid to continue or, you know, so, yeah, which kind of is, might be connected to imposter syndrome, but yeah, 
you know, are, are we using it to mask our inabilities or incompetence? You know, it's a, and I think a really good way to kind of approach that is to start by simply asking what's, what's holding me back. Mm -hmm. You know, what, what do I need to pro proceed? You yeah. know, in whatever I'm doing, you know, am I lacking knowledge? Am I lacking skills? Courage? It might sure. be courage, you know, that, and, you know, nobody really ever has everything they need to completely finalize something. Yeah. The question is more about, you know, what do I need to proceed? You know, do I have, do I have enough knowledge or tools to take the next step? Yeah. That's really, you know, what, what generally we're facing. And yeah, once we have the knowledge and skills and, and courage to take the next step, then it's time to think about you know, the following step after that, you know, it's, yeah. you know, break it down into simpler, simpler, sort of smaller, smaller things. Yeah, absolutely. So seems like yeah, you froze kind of what I was wondering this morning is, you know, are we using it as an excuse not to do something? So, yeah, you know, I was just saying that, you know, the, the easy way to, you know, instead of wondering about whether you have imposter syndrome or not, whether you're using it as an excuse or whether it's a real thing that is holding you back and sort of, you know, uh, what's the English word for it? Paralyzing you in, in any way. Sure. You know, just, just start by ask, simply asking, you know, what, what's holding me back? Mm -hmm. What do I need to proceed? You know, sure. do I need knowledge? Do I need skills? You know, uh, is it fear? You know, do I need courage? Courage to to continue? Or yeah, and 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 think about it in, in you know as the next step in line. Mm -hmm. you, know, you know, you don't really have to have all the knowledge. You know, to fit to, to finish the whole thing that you're planning sure. to do. Do you have enough skills, knowledge? You know energy to just take the next step. Yeah. What are your thoughts? <clears throat> well, I was also thinking about, you know, it, it's this check engine light. So there's really two things we want to look at and you're bringing up the importance of, okay, maybe this is a sign that there's some deficit or some need that I need to, to look at. And instead of just allowing it to paralyze me, identify this thing, keep moving forward. But there's also this piece where a lot of us will experience it because we haven't taken the time to acknowledge where we're at. And it's like how many times in therapy I felt, you know, as, as a coach or as a therapist, I felt imposter syndrome. And it's like when I really step back <clears throat> and take a look, it's like on average, I've spent over 2000 hours a year <laughs> in coaching or therapy sessions probably more over the last 10 to 12 years. So it's like that 10,000 hours of mastery was blown past years ago. So, you know, and that's not true for everything in my life. Sometimes it's like I have this brand new skill and you know, the, it, it's the reverse of that, but it's important to recognize like how much effort you've put into something. Um, how many times have you practiced something? It's like, you know, even you and I talking about a lot of the skills that, that we're, we're talking about on here. It's like, you know, it, it would be easy to say, well, maybe we're not experts on that. It's like, wait a second. We've accumulated decades of experience with this stuff of actually 
practicing it in our own lives, applying it in our own lives and helping other people practice and, and apply it in theirs. And so there's that scope of experience coupled with, okay, what is the next thing that's going to, what is the next barrier in my path that's going to enable me to have more confidence in myself to do this next thing? And, you know, a lot of times as we're doing something, we'll realize it's some other skill that just makes me a little bit nervous, right? It's like, even with us building the course, it's like, all the information is something that we're very well attuned with, but it's like learning the whole process of the online interface and learning the whole process of, you know, uh, video editing and this and that. And so those are all, those are all things that if we just practice them, they kind of fill in the gaps and allow us to keep moving forward. And I, I work with a lot of clients that have similar experiences where they're dealing with something or, or being asked or invited to do something with their lives. And, they, they get in that freeze mode because of feeling as if anybody knew who they were, they wouldn't trust them to do this thing. Mm -hmm. And when we freeze in any situation, I mean, we're doomed to whatever we fear. And so the whole point is we got to keep moving forward and, and identify what are those things that we can, that we can do. Yeah. That's a, that's a brilliant point that, you know, take action. Yeah keep moving, you know, keep, keep doing more. Cause you know, anxiety, I, I, you know, I mentioned before here somewhere that I heard somewhere a couple of weeks ago that a couple of months ago, that anxiety basically is just too much thinking without action. Yeah. Too much thinking without action. It's just, you know, obviously it can be more complicated. You know, you can have a very, special kind of complicated type of depression or, you know, whatever I, you know, I'm trying to say, I'm not, you know, I, I don't mean to put anybody down, but, but for most of us, our anxiety is simply that we're not taking action. Yeah. I know mine is. And, and the lo and the longer I wait, the stronger the anxiety will be because it's, mm -hmm. you know, it's more and more difficult to take that first step. <laughs> so once in motion, you know, keep going, you know, it's so yeah. much easier. Like, you know, like my mentor, Matt Vincent says, you know, it's, it's a lot easier to take action, figure out how it goes, learn from your mistakes mm -hmm. you know, or, or learn from the process and continue. And, you know, what do you call it? In, 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 where's my English? <laughs> so, you know, you basically reassess and continue, you know, learn yeah. from the mistakes, try to not make, try to not to make the same mistakes again and again. Yeah. But keep taking action. You know? Yeah. Action is the way, basically. It's good to prepare. Yeah. But we tend to prepare and prepare and prepare and prepare and prepare. And prepare. And prepare. Yeah. <laughs> and never really start. You know? Yeah. Well, Julie makes fun of me for being a ready, fire, aim kind of person. So like, yeah. I've, I've gotten really good at launching and executing um, because mm -hmm. I realized for myself, the only way to get through that anxiety is to just go, mm -hmm. you know, um, but you, you know, we talk about taking the cold plunge or whatever. The best thing to do is keep, take a couple deep breaths and just get in. You know, if you sit there staring at it, it's just going to terrify you that much more. <laughs> And with my clients, I always use the example of, and I'm not a, you know, uh, a, a well-seasoned 
boat captain or anything like that. But anytime you have a watercraft, like it is impossible to make change or move if you're not accelerating. And so, you know, it's, it's much easier to move and adapt your course, but you have to stay accelerating. If there is no acceleration, if there is no movement forward, you can't turn. And so at least when we're taking consistent action and continuing to move forward, we can always adapt and make changes. But if we're just thinking and staying stuck and not doing anything and being scared of trying something because we're scared of what other people will think, then we are absolutely doomed to the thing that we fear, which is not accomplishing that thing or being able to do it. We will make that happen. <clears throat> and fear is like that. I mean, I, I genuinely feel that anytime that I'm scared of something and I get frozen by it, I 100% create the exact thing that I'm fearing. And if I give it enough time, I will create exactly what I'm scared of. And so um, I have to keep moving. Because the whole reason I'm scared of is that I don't want it to happen. So then I really don't want to look back and realize I made it happen. <laughs> yeah. Didn't we talk on here some time back about the, the skiers in the forest? I don't know. You know, the, there was some skier that, you know, was always skiing in these very, you know, foresty hills. Yeah. And people were asking, you know, what do you do not to hit the trees? Yeah. And he says, I don't look at the trees. Yeah. If you start looking at the trees, you'll steer right into the trees. You'll steer right into them. Yeah. But if you're not looking at the trees, you're always seeing the path you're taking. Just look at where you're going. And I heard uh, a driver to, to driving tutor in Iceland talk about the same thing that generally people hit things while driving. Yeah. Because they're staring at it, thinking, "I, I you know, I, I shouldn't hit that. I shouldn't, I shouldn't hit that nigga right thing. for and it. Then, shoot, you know, just smash into it. You know? Yeah. So yeah, you know, put your focus on, on the results you want, not all the fears that might be, you know, trestles on the way. Yeah. <clears throat> I was also thinking before when you were talking about check, you know, the check engine is that, you know, just like we have to reassess our actions, you know. We have to sort of check the data and see, you know, what worked and what didn't work. Yeah. We have to do similar things with ourselves, you know. Mm -hmm. Where am I at? How do I feel? You know, is it possible that something within myself is the reason for why I'm, you know, frozen here or not taking action? You know, another mentor of mine, George Bryant, talks about this all the time. You know, take time to sort of nurture yourself, you know, the yeah. energy that, that drives all of this, you know. Do you need time? When was the last time you just took, you know, took time to care about that? You know? Yeah. We talk about the morning practice and, you know, the, which is sort of like self-compassionate things, you know, a yeah. lot, but yeah, but yeah. When was the last time you just sort of took the day off and spent it outside hiking or going for <laughs> Yesterday. Some kind of some kind of a really nice treatment, yeah, you know. But you had a horrible experience. The trail was so wet. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry for that. Man. I stubbed my toe. <laughs> oh my god, it was a horror. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, shit. it's a. 
I think it's something that both Matt and George have really gotten into my head is that, you know, just like, the, you know, the, the flight attendant you know, on the plane, you know, talks about it. You have to take care of yourself first. Yes. And not in a, you know, egotistical kind of a way where nothing else matters, but if I'm not properly working myself, yeah, I'm, I'll be really bad at servicing whoever I want to help with anything. Yeah. Simple as that. So key. Yeah. Yeah. So what are some things that you've experienced imposter syndrome with over the course of your career or personal life? Well, easy answer would be almost everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yes. I'm, you know, I'm an alcoholic. I am at least mildly insane. I yeah. co constantly doubt myself. And, you know, I, I joke about this all the time that the easiest way to get an alcoholic into <clears throat> anxiety is to simply ask, are you absolutely sure? <laughs> I'm never they, absolutely sure. <laughs> Instantly, they just go inside and tear everything down. Like, what are you doing? What's going on? And so for me, that's simply part of, you know, the challenges yeah. that I, I I deal with. And, yeah. And and when the days are good, it's easier to deal with it. And when the days yeah. are challenging, you know, more difficult, sometimes it sort of stacks up and I'll have days, you know, where I'm kind of just off, yeah. you know, where I, where I just have to focus on the next task at hand, and mm -hmm. deal with, with whatever is obviously the stuff that he's doing. And, uh, days like that are just not good for any kind of mental, you know, thinking processes kind of work or anything like that. They'll just sort sure. of focus on the clear tasks. Yeah. But, but. You know, I have, I've gone through several different careers. Mm -hmm. you know, I've, I've been consistently helping people for the last 30, 30 years, 30 years plus. I've had a very successful career in sales. I've also had a pretty bad career in sales, you know, yeah. different, different times. And. But I've rarely felt mm -hmm. that I'm absolutely there. Mm -hmm. I've, I've, I've had sort of moments where I kind of just like, wow, you know, this is nice. Yeah. And I think my main sort of go-to thought to get myself out of the imposter syndrome is to remind myself that we're all, nobody, you know, or most of us don't really got anything. You know, we don't, we're all just going through life, trying to figure it out. You know? yeah. so this idea that we, the childlike idea that all mm -hmm. the grownups know exactly what they're doing. You get to a point at some <laughs> stage in life where you realize, no, none of us do. We, yeah. We have no fucking, <laughs> fucking idea. Clue. We're just, <laughs> just winging so, it. <laughs> so, like that joke said, you know, just fuck around and find out. Yeah, know? yeah. Instead of thinking about it, you know. Yeah. But yeah, it's I've you know I've experienced it everywhere. You know? Yeah. So, same. 
And sometimes it's not imposter syndrome. Sometimes I simply just suck at something. You know, yeah. That's, it's, it's just good and healthy to realize and see that. And yeah. Either learn better, train more, or simply just move on to another thing. Yeah. But most of the time it's, you know, there's this phrase that says, I'm always comparing my inside to your outside, you know? Yep. And on the outside, a lot of us have the ability to look like we got it all figured out. But yeah. In reality, it's not so generally. No. Yeah. I'm with you. I, I can't, I can't think of a single area of my life that I haven't experienced it at some point. You know, I can remember being in college and feeling like I was in classes that I didn't, that, you know, I didn't belong in. And that if anybody knew what was going on in my head, sitting in this class, being confused that they'd tell me to get the hell out and go back to one one or whatever, you know, mm -hmm. um, you know, the feeling of, uh, golly, the fearing of, of, uh, getting married and, realizing, fuck, what am I doing? I still feel like that on a weekly basis. I don't know what I'm doing. You know, each, each yeah. day is a new day and trying to figure it out as we go. And, and like you said, it's easy to look at other people and be like, oh, well, they know what they're doing. It's like, man, none of us have ever had this day before. And so, um, or having kids. I remember leaving the hospital and being like, I know that they showed me how to swaddle 47,000 times in the last two days, but I don't know what the hell I'm doing. You know what I mean? I'm, it's yeah. who, who the hell gave me responsibility over this human being? <laughs> and, um, or with, you know, especially with work or, um, you know, trying new things. And I, I really do believe that I would rather have imposter syndrome than, than kind of that, the reverse of that, that narcissistic, belief that I fucking know everything, you know, mm -hmm. I, I would, I would much rather have a little bit of that doubt than the times in my life where I've had this, you know, adolescent certainty that I could handle something like, you know, the guy that you see thinking that they can fight and then they step into one and get their ass kicked you know, <laughs> like, yeah. and find out that they don't know what they're doing. Um, yeah, I'd much rather be at that place where I'm more acquainted with what I don't know um, than thinking that I know more than I do. Um, but at the same exact time, having the experience to be able to push through it. And uh, so that was the other thing that I think of. One tool that I use a lot is the fact that when I'm dealing with feeling like I'm not qualified for something or dealing with imposter syndrome, I like to ask myself, like, how many other people have done this thing? So like, you know, whether it's a certification or a licensure or a college or starting a business or whatever it is, you know, I might be scared that I don't have the tools necessary to do this thing. But as soon as I think of who all do I know that have done this thing before, it's like, I haven't done anything in my life that I know of that other people haven't done. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> At least everything I've shared with my sponsor, he's done too. So we're good. <laughs> <laughs> so there's at least one other human that's done it. Um, yeah. but the, the point being is it all has a name. It all, it, it, it's all been done many, many times before. And a lot of times I can, you know, not to, not to like judge other people or think that I'm better, but I can always think of an example of somebody that I'm like, if they can do it, I can totally fucking do it. 
Mm-hmm. You know, not looking down on them, but actually saying confidently, like, I know that if this person can be, uh, you know, a therapist, a parent, a, a married person or this or that, then, then it's, I'm, it's fully within my wheelhouse to learn the things necessary. And so that kind of gives me courage because, you know, sometimes in my head, it feels like I'm trying to do this thing that's never been done and it's just never been done by me, but it's been done millions of times by other people. So, um, this was the exact process that got me through the welding thing yesterday. Yeah, yeah I bet so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I Googled something on YouTube and this guy, this dude came up showing me how to use an Arco MIG welding machine. Yeah. And my, in my arrogance, I instantly thought, well, you know, if he can do it, it can't be that <laughs> complicated. You know, just, let's just fucking try it, man. Let's be real. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And then you take action and now you've got to, maybe it's not so pretty, but it works. And this is that, that statement is obviously extremely in my face right now, because this, you might be just watching or listening to this on YouTube right now. (laughs) One of those assholes. (laughs) We are one of those assholes. Yeah. I saw that in Brazil on YouTube. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah, man. Yeah. So what next? Yeah. What are we going, what are we doing today for tomorrow? Not to suck. Yeah. Yeah. Keep moving. Keep moving. Yeah. I think that that's, you know, in, in, uh, recovery programs, we always talk about what's the next right thing. And that's so helpful to me sometimes when I'm feeling overwhelmed and not sure of the next steps, it's like, just break it down. What is the next right mm-hmm. thing for me to do right in front of me? You know, a lot of times what I'm overwhelmed with is by a big project or, 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 or something that I deem as a, you know, something that won't be resolved for a long time. And sometimes it's just a matter of fucking hit record, record the podcast, <laughs> move on to the next thing and just keep moving forward, yeah. keep going, keep going. Um, Cause otherwise we just stay stuck upstairs in our head. And the, the more that I do this, the more that I realize that like the brain is a wonderful tool and it is only one of many important things that we've been gifted with. Mm-hmm. And it's not the proper tool for everything. And so I spent a lot of my life trying to think my way out of every situation. And, um, I mean, you've seen what the fuck I did with it. Look how horrible it turned out. Okay. <laughs> so thinking our way out of things is, is, uh, it can be a good tool to assess, identify things that we need to do, but then it really boils down to we, we need to use our intuition. We need to use our gut. We need to use our actions. We need to rely on other people. We need to ask for help. We need to, you know, journal and breathe and move and get in nature. And all of these things that we're talking about are, are, our actions, even stillness mm-hmm. takes action, you know, as backwards as that sounds, <laughs> you know, no, you know, it makes perfect sense. You know, it's, um, and it blew up in my face yesterday. You know, it's, I'm, I'm doing this thing now where I'm doing a, a certain program every day throughout February where my day starts with what George Bryan calls lights on. Yes. And first thing is stillness. 
then I do a bit of journaling, you know, about future self journaling. And, and the first five days it, or first four days, it worked, you know, worked brilliantly. Yeah. Yesterday, yesterday I, I woke up and something came up at work. So I had to, or I didn't have to, I just, I chose to run kind of out of the house and take care of that first. And then yeah. I was going to come back home and do the thing, you know, do yeah. my morning practice. And when I was when I was journaling last yet yeah, last night, closing on of my day, I realized I never did it in the morning. Uh, Just, yeah. So that's for me. That's a that's a that's a matter of priorities. You know, it's a matter of respecting my decisions. You know, it's a matter of you know respecting the needle movers as as called. Yeah. So yeah, it's um, awareness and action. Yeah. You know, kind of was the boils yeah. down to that. So yeah, some takeaways yeah. from today. Um, being able to use our fear or our imposter syndrome to kind of identify what are the skills that we might need to learn? What are the things people we might need to rely on? What are, what are the next steps for us that would help bridge that gap to give us more confidence, courage to be able to do the thing that we're wanting to do? Mm -hmm. Also, how can we take a look behind us and take a look at all the things that we've already accomplished, all the things that we've already done and not take credit for it, but take into account that a lot of times we have far more experience with something than we want to give ourselves credit for. And that can be a tool to be able to give us courage to keep moving. Um, yeah. Measure from the gap in the game, you know, yes. kind of idea. Yep. Don't measure your condition, you know, your situation, right here and now measure it compared to something in the past. You know, yes. How, how far have you moved? How far have you come in the last year, two years, three years, 10 yeah. years, you know? Yeah. And no matter yeah. where you are, at least for me, I've found no matter where I am, if I'm measuring forward, mm -hmm. it's always farther away because whenever I get to any of my goals, I've already decided my next goal is far beyond. <laughs> you know, so it, that direction always feels too far away. So when we measure behind us and take a look at that, um, it can, it can make a big difference. And then another tool that I wrote down was just, um, looking at, you know, gaining courage from how many other people have done this thing before. Is it really as mm. unique of a, is it, it, should it be that scary? You know, am I riding a bull into a volcano out of an air, you know, <laughs> has that ever been done before? Okay. No, I'm just trying to start a career or finish school or, launch a new project or get married or do something that millions of people have done before. And if they can do mm -hmm. it, there's no reason that I can't figure out the tools to be successful at it as well. And, um, and then the biggest takeaway is just keep moving forward, stay in action, use the brain to identify which direction we need to go, set up a plan and just keep moving and do the next right thing. And if you're not sure, just fucking try, just try. Yeah. Yeah. Just do it, man. Yeah. Yeah. The human race, if you're if from a scientific point of view, at least the human race has probably been around here for more than 300,000 years. It's been done before. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> at least twice. Yeah. <laughs> at least twice. <laughs> Two and a half times. You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Awesome, brother. Uh, I, I appreciate you, man. Likewise, I, think, man. I think that's a good stopping point. Um, 
I think we're going to try to get some interviews in and start bringing some other people in uh, on the podcast here real soon. And um, we've got a bunch of people in mind that we want to connect with and, and uh, really looking forward to that. So we will keep you guys posted. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. If you are listening and watching, you already know, but we're on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube and Spotify and Apple Podcasts, I think it's called now. So uh, thank you for the listen. Thank you for the follow. We look forward to talking to you guys next week. Bhatti, love you, brother. Have a great week. Thank you all. Have fun. <laughs>